Hello, thank you for joining us on Live, Learn, Love, Lead, a podcast of Bethel Christian Church in Warren, Michigan. Our mission is to live in the power of Christ, learn to become like Christ, love as the family of Christ, and to lead others to Christ. This year, our aim is to grow in these four L's. Listen for this week's thoughts. Welcome to Live, Learn, Love, Lead, the weekly podcast of Bethel Christian Church. I'm Daniel, and with me to kick off 2024 is my daughter. Hello. Hey there, welcome back to the podcast. It's been a while. Welcome. <laughs> it's good to have you here. Um, so for those of you that are new to the podcast, this is a chance for, for us to just talk about this week's sermon. Um, it's usually Danielle and myself, but today I get to have a chat with my oldest kid, and that's always fun. And we go through five um, five topics, the first being narration, where we just kind of say back to each other what we heard pastors say. And then we go to contemplation, what's it kind of making us think about? Then connection, how are we seeing it? Um, different connecting to things in our lives, connecting to other parts of scripture. And then we go into questions. What are questions that pastor brought up or questions that are being sparked in our mind? Then application, obviously, how do we apply it to our lives today? Because scripture is applicable today. It's not a, a dead document. It's still living and breathing and full of power and wisdom. So I'm going to just spend a moment and narrate and just kind of say back what I heard Pastor talk about. He started um, with kind of laying out the year. He, for the last several decades, has a word for the year. Uh, last year, um, if you listened at all to the podcast or heard any of his sermons, you knew it was courageous and that was coming out of Joshua 1.9. And he was sharing how he was really struggling with a new word because he was just really digging into what it meant to be courageous. Um, and he's like, God, I, I'm not ready to let go of this word. But he felt like the, the Lord dropped the word contagious into his spirit. And because scripture talks about how we are to be salt um, to those around us, how we're to bring flavor and we're to affect um our atmosphere um and so after wrestling with the lord for a while he felt like he he was given the go-ahead to kind of continue the courageous theme and so this year 2024 is going to be courageous and contagious and it's the idea of salt and light it's two of the biggest themes that we see throughout scripture um salt being uh, in, uh, impacting our atmosphere, influencing those in our spheres of influence, and then light. It's pointing people to Christ. So all throughout Scripture, it's just riddled with those those pictures. Be, because in those times, salt was was monetary. It used it was tr for trading. It had it had value. It was the the primary preservative which helps things last kind of like salvation. I just, I just made that connection and then light, you know, city on a hill. We don't hide our light under a bushel. Christ is the light of the world. Um, you see those themes all through scripture. So salt and light. 
Um, and this kind of mini series that he has right now, it's having a contagious vision because here we are, we're at the new year and it's, it's a time of birth and beginnings. It's a time for, for resetting yourself. Um, if it was a rough year, we can kind of put it behind us. If it was a good year, we can build on it. And so a contagious vision. And he started in Proverbs 29, 18. It says, where there's no vision, the people perish. Um, because people need a goal, mm -hmm. right? They need something to work towards. Or else they just kind of wander around yeah. aimlessly. Uh, I think you and Mama were talking about yeah. people wandering around without... Like this week before the message. <laughs> yeah, even before the message. Yep. So you need a goal. And that's... It's good to have goals. Um, and kind of the point he had was even bigger than a New Year resolution was having a New Year revelation. Mm -hmm. And it just kind of happened that this week was Epiphany Week in the church calendar, which is where um, the church global celebrates kind of the revealing of Christ, uh, where the, you know, the, the wise men came and revealed Christ in his three different uh, primary facets, king, uh, ruler, savior, uh, one who was going to die. Um, and so the whole, the revelation of Christ. And when we have a revelation of who Christ is, that can set the trajectory of our life. Because when we have that as our goal, then kind of the peripheral things just kind of fade away because that becomes our primary focus. So he had three main points for, for this past weekend was number one, is revelation of God's purpose. Two was revelation of God's provision. And three was a revelation of God's power. And I really, I really like these. Mm -hmm. uh, under point one, he kind of shared his personal, personal uh, mission statement that he was challenged to develop with when he was a young man. And he said, you know, you don't have to make it your own, but this is just mine. Um, he did encourage people to come up with their own personal mission statement. His is make the most of every day and make a difference every day. Um, he has said, I've heard him say many, many times. He said, at the end of my life, I want people to say he made a difference. Yes. And he has. Mm -hmm. He has made a difference. And then he talked about. Our church is Bethel Christian Church. We have a mission statement, and it's we are a spirit-filled community church touching heaven and the earth. And it's indicative of who we are. By our mission statement, you get to big picture who we are. Spirit-filled, community church, touching heaven and earth. We are spirit-filled. We believe that the Holy Spirit is working today. His, the gifts are in operation for us today. We're a community church. We're part of a community. We're there to reach the people that our physical building is near and touching heaven and earth. We are, we are reaching into what heaven has for today. We are seeking God's kingdom and, and his will and impacting our earth, our spheres of influence. So that was God's purpose. And then under Revelation of God's provision, he, he had this statement, stop living below what God can provide. Mm. 
And it's not just finances. Well, that's part of it. But, you know, Jesus says, I have come to preach salvation and freedom to the captive and healing to the broken. And that's part of his provision. And then under revelation of God's power is the purpose is to give us a revelation of Christ. In Revelation 1, 1, it says, The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servants. Jesus revealed himself intentionally. And he revealed himself as a coming king, a conquering servant. And when we have that revelation of who Christ is, it empowers us to, to live out how Christ would have us in his power and his authority, not in... To make ourselves great, make our name known, but to make him known. To go where he is not spoken of and speak his name, where there is darkness to bring light. So, that's my narration. Is there anything you'd like to add to that? No, I think that was great. Oh, thanks. So, that was narration. So, next, contemplation. So, throughout this message, um, what were you thinking about? I was thinking a lot about... Um, purpose, because that was one of the main points, the revelation of God's purpose, and honestly, it kind of just filled me with awe of, like, God created intentionally billions and billions of people, and each uniquely designed for a specific purpose to fill out, and connected, I guess, with, like, the mission statement, there's a catechism that says man's primary purpose man's primary purpose is to glorify God and enjoy him forever and it's mm -hmm. just so beautiful and he said um I can't do what your purpose is and you can't do what my purpose is yeah and like that also made me think like if I am able to do what my purpose is that might also be like what my desires are like my desires are to like to teach and to learn and that's like where God's put me in my life mm -hmm. so far and then like he also like said something about um like what are God's thoughts about me and that was just like so beautiful because there are so many lies in this world about who our identity is absolutely and where we should be rooted but that doesn't matter because it matters what God's thoughts are like in the um, Max Licato picture book about the if only I had a green nose or yeah, something. The remix. Um, yeah, the remix. He goes to the what was it carpenter? Eli the carpenter. Eli yeah. the carpenter because he's so fed up with like seeing everyone else try to conform to this like not supposed to be norm almost, and then Eli's like. No, that's not how I created you to be. And he's just like, kind of just like, look at me. Like, that's not, you don't need to, like, try to be someone you're not because I created you this way on purpose. Yeah. I just, like, I so much just want to hear God's thoughts in not the lies. And I also just want to just spend my life worshiping God in everything that I do. Like, in the busyness in the everything that happens it's good it's really good thanks and um
the provision part, it reminded me of the story of George Mueller, the missionary. Missionary? Yeah. I think Germany-ish, something around there, maybe. I think it was in England. Maybe, somewhere around there. <laughs> um, <laughs> he started an orphanage, and they were so poor, they didn't have any milk, I want to say. And then they prayed for some, and then, like, a minute later, someone knocks at their door with a pitcher of milk. Mm-hmm. Because they had some reason, but it was God. And it was just, like, such a reminder that, like, we don't have to worry. Because if God's, if we're seeking after God's plan for our life, and... He wants us to be in this place. Then he'll provide. Amen. Like, why would he want us to be in a place and not help us there? Kind mm-hmm. of. Because he's just that good. So. That's good. So that seemed like a whole lot of contemplation and some connection. <laughs> so let me ask you a question. Um, how, how do you do that? So, mm. how? I don't know. I think I don't know. Because, like, realistically, it's like hard every day to like constantly pray about things but I want I want my life to become like a habit of worship and I don't know how to get there kind of and I just I don't I don't really know I think you said it it's developing that habit of worship I think that's beautiful thanks that's great well said well said. And I think that that would be our application is developing that habit of worship so that we are more constantly in God's presence. Because mm. when you're in God's presence, that's when you get that revelation of who he is. Yes. You don't you don't get a revelation of Christ by being busy. Mm. And yeah, there there are things. Yeah, there are things that we have to do. We have jobs and responsibilities and dishes and laundry. But being diligent about that habit of worship. I love that you said it that way. Habit of worship. That's good. The daily grind is holy ground. Amen. Yeah, we have that uh, up in our home uh, because we often lose sight. Of the holiness of the day to day, you know. Sunday morning isn't the only time that we can experience God's presence. Yeah, we can experience it when we're doing homework, and when we have to work late, and when we have to vacuum. Because there's holiness and diligence. There's holiness in doing the next right thing. Yes, but even with that. Let's set time aside in this new year Mm -hmm. to worship. Yes. Because he's worthy of it. For no other reason. 
He is worthy of it. Mm -hmm. But in those times of worship, let the revelation of Christ reestablish our identity, wash away those lies that, that that say we're not good enough, that that we have to do more. Jesus, Jesus, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you that that we can trust you with everything and that you are so very capable of doing that which you said you would do. So Lord, we, we come to you here at the beginning of this year excited. This year is laid out before us. And so meet us. We thank you that you have looked out over this next year and you have, you have blessings for us. You have experiences for us, adventures for us. You have times when we are going to meet you face to face, Lord. We thank you. We love you. We are excited for this year. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. For more information, visit us at BethelChristian-MI.org or find us on social media. To stay updated on upcoming episodes, please consider subscribing to the podcast. We pray you will be empowered to live, learn, love, and lead in the power and love of Christ.